Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back to the Victory Point uh, Bible Reading Podcast. Um, we are smack dab in the middle of our week and our journey through um, Mark. And we literally we start uh, with chapter one on Monday, and on Friday we'll do chapter 16, which is the last. So we're getting all of Mark. And um, really, today we're doing Mark 14, Mark 15, tomorrow Mark 16 on Friday. And it's really just one long narrative um, from the time that Jesus kind of enters um, Jerusalem, the week of his death, all the way through his crucifixion and his resurrection. So um, there's a lot packed in here in the three day, different days. Um, and even if you've read Mark already um, today, if not, pause and read that. There's a lot in this um, chapter alone. Um, so we're just going to focus in on part of that in a little bit. But um, again, this the next three days, kind of the whole meta narrative of why um, Jesus came is kind of being fulfilled. And so, um, again, it's kind of an exciting um, point for us to read through these three days. But we are going to start um, with uh, Seamus and, and Annie. Just tell us a little bit how they're being used by God now, whether it's here at Victory Point or in other places, just how they're using their gifts um, that God's given them to advance his kingdom. So, do you need rock, cool. paper, scissors? I get to start. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so here at Victory Point, um, I am on the worship team, so I help um, sing occasionally, and I also sometimes help up in the tech booth with slides or sound. Um, so I feel like that's probably one of the biggest um, areas that I'm used, and I feel like the others... Um, a little bit I talked about I help out at a youth group um, and along with my job I work at a martial arts school and the okay. owners are Christian so okay. I feel like I've just been able to kind of use like my leadership platforms to be yeah. able to talk with children and help with families and just really be able to kind of inadvertently help spread sure. Jesus around even yeah. if it's not like always leading a youth group or leading yeah. those scenarios. I feel like I've just been given a lot of opportunities to bring him up in conversations, which is really cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for being open to that. Yeah. So, okay. Seamus, how about you? Yeah. Uh, I am also on the praise team. I play the drums. I pray. I play the uh, cajon when needed. Uh, um, I, uh, thank you. <laughs> John, yes. Uh, the Zimbabwe, Renee Crozier. Uh, called it this Sunday, but the, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, she called it the, the Zimbabwe. The Zimbabwe. Oh. So no, no, the first time I read the word Cajon, I looked at him and I go Kajan, and he goes Ka no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I do a lot of that. I mean, I uh, I join the youth group uh, when I can, um, and then I'm I also help at uh, the same church's youth group. Annie helps at, and then yeah, he started doing that. Yeah, and then you know. Uh, at work, it's a very open place. So there, um, at work, we have a very good relationship with the guys. Not all of us are Christian, but um, you know, when I have questions for them or they have questions for me, like the other day, um, one of the guys called me to ask about something specific. Okay, uh, um, and so it's just really cool to see how that that can build and, and blossom. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for you know, just places outside of church. So that's, yeah. 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 So I get a lot of opportunity there yeah. as well. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for being open to be used by God in those different places. And some were more natural, like a youth group setting and other places at work or at the martial art taekwondo. Taekwondo, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, And just kind of those moments where God comes up uh, or you have the opportunity to share about Jesus in a a real way. Um, So, And the the fact that he called you with a question, I mean, that just speaks to your character that he knows that there's something different about you and that he can bring those big questions to you. So, awesome. Well, today we are going to, like I said, uh, focus on Mark uh, 14, but this is a huge passage with a lot in, I mean, a chapter that starts with Jesus being anointed at Bethany, kind of at the beginning of the, the, the Holy Week. Um, we transition to the Lord's Supper, um, and then you know, we uh, read a little bit about Judas's betrayal, um, and then we move to the Garden of Gethsemane. And then we go to Jesus being arrested, going before the Sanhedrin, um, all the way up to right before he meets with uh, Pilate. So there's a lot in here. But we're going to focus on two small chunks that kind of, um, there's some foreshadowing earlier in the chapter. And then that comes to fruition at the end of the chapter. And that has to do with um, with Peter, who if you're not familiar with Peter, he is kind of the, the main disciple, if you will. I mean, they all have different roles. But when we think about disciples, there's Peter, James, and John, and, and Peter really being the key one. And if you watch The Chosen, he's kind of, again, highlighted mm-hmm. um, more so than others as kind of the, the leader of the pack. And so the one that we would think would be the most faithful to Jesus and the, the least likely to to run away, if you will. Um, but when we're in the middle of the Lord's Supper, um, Jesus shares something with Peter that it's kind of shocking to him. And um, so I'm going to read verses 27 through 31 and then 60 through 72. Um, and it's t- entitled, Jesus Predicts Peter's Denial. Um, so Jesus says uh, to, to Peter, you will all fall away, Jesus told for uh them for it is written i will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered so i I was right he's saying this to all disciples not just to peter um but after i have risen i will go ahead of you into galilee peter declared even if all fall away i will not i tell you the truth jesus answered today yes tonight before the rooster crows twice you yourself will disown me three times but Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. Dun, dun, dun. There's a dramatic <laughs> pause. And then we flip over to uh, 66. And this is after Jesus has been arrested. Um, Peter kind of goes to the, the temple courts and he's hanging out with people while Jesus is on trial. Um, and um, so that's where we pick up. So while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When he saw Peter uh, warming himself, she looked closely at him. You also were with that Nazarene, Jesus, she said. But he denied it. I don't know um, or understand what you're talking about, he said, and went into the entryway. When the servant girl saw him there, she said again to those standing around him, this fellow is one of them. Again, he denied it. After a little while, those standing near said to Peter, surely you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. He began to call down curses on himself, and he swore to them, I don't know this man you're talking about. Immediately, the rooster crowed the second time. Then Peter remembered the words Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. And he broke down and wept. All right. So, 
what do we learn about God in that one? And, and this is maybe just maybe we focus more on what do we learn about people in this one, but kind of yeah, yeah. What God is cinematic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I wish you said that. I know. Yeah. I don't have a very deep voice, so I got to cinematic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's fascinating how you know. Um, I mean, not fascinating that Peter, you know, disowns, disowns Jesus, yeah. but um, how in all of the you know realness that the gospels are for this one it just it feels like a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> um where you know jesus has this big prophecy of truly i tell you yes tonight before the rooster crows twice you yourself will disown me th- uh three times and just how it plays out so naturally and that that's how it really happened i just mm-hmm. find that so yeah. cool in a way <laughs> that it's it it happens you know as you know, rooster crows twice. That's just it. I never noticed it before. I noticed it the first time when I was in um, youth group with Matt Crozier. Um, and I don't think I made a point of it then because Crow always has a very like cinematic way of viewing the Bible. It's, yeah. It's cool to hear him talk yeah. about it, but um, you know, I don't always feel that, but for this scene, if you will, um, it's so, it's so fascinating to see the, the very blatant prediction of, this is going to happen, and it plays out just like that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yeah. I feel like I just G- – Jesus' heart for all of us, but specifically the disciples, like to look at them and be like, I know each one of you is going to leave me, and I'm going to have to go through this arguably like the worst torturous yeah. event to ever exist by myself. And like I just – it strikes me every time because let alone the fact that he willingly went through this for us, but he looked at these men who he had spent the past two years with and was like, I love all of you. And I know that you are going to leave me and I'm still going to come back and I'm still going to love you. Like that's just huge. Yeah. 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 I hadn't really thought of it, that perspective that, you know, he, he knows he's, he's built into Mm -hmm. him fed in and, and now despite their lack of, um, commitment to him and guess yeah. in the moment he still goes through that and i i have to believe that um when peter was talking the first time he was adamant about it, and he probably really felt there's no way there's no mm-hmm. possible way that i could ever betray you but i think we all come to that point where there is something that would really test our faith mm-hmm. would we really say yes i believe who jesus is i'm a follower in the face of whatever it happens to be yeah. and for peter it was just that moment of he sees what's happening in jesus he's on trial he probably understands if i speak up that could be me as well mm-hmm. um and so you know i think it's understandable the, that he you know did that but again just that jesus is gonna i know it yeah i'm still gonna die for you um which is kind of reassuring to me because i deny him all the time now not like i go say hey jesus doesn't exist <laughs> but through my actions and yeah. you know my sins and and you know we talked about a couple of days ago about how our hearts and um you know we what's that really mm-hmm. in our thoughts versus what yeah. we portray and there's often a lot of times where i'm portraying myself as a, a christian and but you know my thoughts or my actions might not be that yeah um and so the fact that jesus still was willing to die for me despite my actions it's yeah it mm-hmm. is pretty cool so. yeah um, anything else that about kind of what we learn about humans or people uh, as a result of this passage? We're not good, very good at following Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
face any trial and we're like, I'm not yeah. with him. I don't know what's yeah. going on. But <laughs> don't right. know that, man. It's, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's easy to, you know, kind of play it off in in the, you know, the situations we're around now where everyone's like, oh, we all, we all sin. We all fall short. But to think that, you know, Jesus was exactly built like us, you know, mm-hmm. and he was perfect. And then his best friends still deny him thinking of it from kind of your perspective, yeah. the less cinematic approach <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. to think that like Jesus still knows of the horrible things we're going to do and we still get to choose to do them. It's yeah. just, it's, it's tough to, you know, yeah. watch happen. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I kind of forget the severity of it, you know, cause I'll, I'll, you know, I'll mess up, I'll do something. And then, just to think about how legitimately um, powerful it is of our of our sins, it's mm-hmm. it's tough and it's easy yeah. to forget. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, we were joking before one of the recordings. Um, I think it was Tuesday about you know our testimonies being very just you know we always and we joked about yeah well I'd never killed anybody or these big bad <laughs> things. Yeah. But we think about those sins as being, you know, murder, um, you know, as a big sin. Mm-hmm. And it is. I'm not saying that murder is good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when you look at what Peter did, he was, like you said, Jesus' best friend. He mm-hmm. was, and he um, he betrayed him. And he, so it's a, that's almost, um, compared to where Peter was in his relationship with Jesus, almost a, a bigger sin yeah. than murder. Um, and now, you know, you can get philosophical and theological and say all sins are the same and all sins are equal. There's that one. But, you know, it just, again, speaks about how hard of a betrayal that was. Yeah. And then, again, Jesus still forgives them. Um, and it's and we're, this is not going to be a part of our reading, but um, in one of the other Gospels, I want to say it's Luke, um, but I could be wrong. Um, it's either Luke, John, or Matthew. Um, <laughs> where there's a scene after Jesus' resurrection where he meets with Peter in, uh, by the, the lake, and he asks him three times, Jesus, uh, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And so there's that, that restoration mm-hmm. moment, which is cool to read. But Yeah. Um, well, as we kind of wrap up today, what are some takeaways or some key things? What what should we be doing in light of what uh, we read today? I feel like it kind of sounds cookie cutter, but mm-hmm. it, um, like not just verbal, but slightly, you know, outspoken commitment to Jesus in the face of adversity, you know, yeah. even... Because I'm not threatened for my life a lot of the time right. when people are like, oh, are you Christian? But, you know, th- the the intensity that that really holds that we mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. live up to, it's, you know, it's it's tough, but we still have to, Yeah, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big part of it. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And words. Okay. <laughs> I said, lost. Words. You're <laughs> good. <laughs> Thinking through things. No, yeah. um. Going back a little bit, not necessarily like living this out, but just like Jesus starts it and says to everyone, like you will fall away. And my mind thinks like the selfish humanity boldness that Peter has to look at Jesus, who he has seen do these miracles for two years and be like, "Mm, you're wrong. I'm not going to defy you. Like just the fact that a lot of times our own mindsets get in the way Mm -hmm. and we're like, no, I would never do that. But like we were talking about earlier in the week, like it's our thoughts, less of what we're physically doing. And that 
Jesus is right all of the time, and yeah. it's not our place to put our pride and ourselves before that just to, like, look like the right person. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, thank you for sharing those th- those thoughts. And so I think that's just it's a good um, reminder for us to guard against um, what we think we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and But understand that it's, we're going to— fall. We're going to mess up. We're going to fail. And that's okay. Jesus loves us anyways. And he, just like he still died for Peter, he still died for us, despite mm-hmm. the way we've we've messed up. So um, thank you for joining us. And hopefully you return and join us again tomorrow as we continue this, this process of Jesus' um, death and resurrection. So uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.